Have you ever wondered why you can't get that work-life balance to a place that feels aligned with you? You know, it just, it doesn't feel right. There's still a whole lot of stress in your life, whether it's work, whether it's life, whether it's family, all of it, right, just doesn't feel aligned. Well, in this episode, I'm going to give you three components that are potentially missing from the balance you are seeking. Stay tuned. We all have situations, experiences, and moments in our life when we know deep at our core we have to do something different. We have to pivot. And regardless of how big or small that pivot is, it requires us to change something in our life. And that change can feel really uncomfortable. However, it is that change that is creating something entirely new. And it is that newness that creates a very different way of life in one area or multiple areas of our life. What's this all about? It is all about reinventing, reinventing thyself. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I'd like to welcome you to Reinventing Thyself. I am so glad that you joined me today because it is here that we'll move beyond our old self, our old identity, and that trailer of garbage from the past that we like to pull into the future, but really need to ditch that hitch. It is here that will move into that place of reinvention and embracing the newness of it all. Are you ready to step into reinventing thyself? Because guess what? It is never too late and your time is now. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to this week's episode, episode 33, where we are going to dive into the missing components of work-life balance. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I am a life and leadership coach for women. And I'm excited that you're here because this is actually our third episode this month that I have done around the topic of balance. If you missed episode 31, you're going to want to check that out because that was all about what does a balanced life look like and creating some clarity around that for you. Keep in mind, your balanced life is not going to be the same as your neighbors or your sisters or your friends or your colleagues, okay? It's individual to you. Last week, it was episode 32 about balancing mom life and really thinking about, okay, the kids are gonna be coming home from school, school's gonna be out for summer, or maybe they're already home. What is going to happen to this structure, this routine, this schedule that I have had in place and really had some balance and now it's like flipped upside down and having to build anew. So make sure you check that episode. Again, I'll link those in the description or the notes so that you have them. And before we dive in, you know, a lot of people ask, what what is reinventing thyself? Well, reinventing thyself is all about stepping into the change that is presenting itself to you. Let's face it, life is full of changes and we can either embrace the change or we can dig our heels in, which will create a lot of resistance and stress in our life. Now, the change is here because whether we logically think it or not, we're ready for it or some version of it. So it's really important that we learn to lean into the pivot that is here and embrace the change because with change becomes so many different life lessons that really 
allow us to expand and evolve and accelerate our results. The one thing though we can't remember, we can't forget is that when we reinvent ourselves or when a change occurs, we are stepping into a gap. And that gap is the place from where we are to where we wanna go. We cannot be the same person stepping into that gap at the end. We have to reinvent ourselves. We have to align ourselves differently. And when we do that, it really allows us to access our greatness at a whole new level so that we can accelerate our results and move through this change more with ease rather than the resistance. When we can move through this, it it's really coming from a place of moving boldly and bravely through this new beginning and beyond. Like we want to sustain our results over time. So that in a nutshell, is all about reinventing thyself. And one of the things that comes up a lot too is like this whole piece of balance. You know, what does balance look like? And and again, I referred to this in one of the earlier episodes, but you know, so many times we think balance has to be exactly equal. Well, that isn't the case at all, and it's going to be individual for you. So you really have to create some clarity around what it looks like. But if you're struggling in this place of, my gosh, why can't I get to a place where it feels aligned for me, where I feel good in my work, I feel good in my life outside of work, whether that's relationships, family, fun, recreation, like all the pieces. How do I get to a place that feels good? And there potentially can be some missing components to that work-life balance that is creating that challenge for you. So in this episode, I want to just address three different missing components. And that first one is the ability to ask for help. Now, this is such a big challenge for so many women, maybe you, because deep down, somewhere along the line, we feel like we have to do it all. And we feel that if we don't do it all, we don't get that badge of honor, or we don't get that recognition, or we feel like we've let somebody down in some way. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. Asking for help actually puts us in a state of vulnerability. And vulnerability isn't a feeling that feels great by any means. However, when we can shift our perception of vulnerability to look at it as a place of strength, whether that rather than a place of weakness, it serves us at such a higher level. Now, this piece of asking for help definitely changes over time. So if you have kids, now my kids are, you know, like high school age and older, it changes. Like the, the time for me to ask for help or the situations that come up for me where I would ask for help are just different. But when you are in the thick of it and you have little kids, or you know, however many kids you have, it's challenging to be able to create that work-life balance in terms of being equal, if that's what you want it to be, 
it's challenging to do that without having some support, without having some assistance, without asking for help. And when we take on that feeling of, I should be able to handle this, we really have to ask ourselves, but at whose expense? If you're the one that believes you have to handle it all and it's creating an extraordinary amount of stress in your life, not only are you impacted, but your family is impacted, your friends are impacted, your coworkers are impacted. So at whose expense is that? So we really need to look at what are those feelings that are coming up where when we feel like we have to do it all. Are there feelings of guilt, self-judgment, comparison, feelings of unworthiness? Are all of those starting to bubble up? And if so, we have to spend some time recognizing them and also looking at the thoughts that are creating them because our thoughts create our feelings, which create our actions, which create our results. Okay, so it's, it's a little bit deeper than that, but in a nutshell, those are the components. So what is that feeling that comes up when you feel like you can't ask for help? Why are you having that feeling? And then backtrack and look at, okay, what is the thought that is creating that feeling? Because our thoughts create our feelings. And those feelings then drive our actions to create our results. The other thing around asking for help is we have to look at, do we have a strong desire to want to control everything? And have we done that? Has this been created because we haven't asked for help over time? So because we haven't asked for help, we never got any help. And now we have this strong desire to have to control everything. And the strong desire to have to control everything is actually making us out of control. So we have to ask ourselves, if we're asking for help, but yet we want to control the situation, why? Is it because that, that other person won't do it to our liking? Is it because that other person won't do it our way? Is it because that other person will still leave 20% of it undone and you'll still have to pick it up? How can you shift your perception of all of that and so that it really serves you at a higher level where it actually can align more with the work-life balance that you are seeking? And we want to look at that as, and we can just like maybe use that percentage of, if that person did 80% and left you 20, is that still benefiting you? Well, yeah, right? Like that person took 80% of whatever it was off your plate. Okay, so you have 20% to do. What, what gets you so fired up that you continue to look at the lack? Well, they didn't do 100%. They did 20%. They left me 20%. What gets you so fired up that you are looking at the lack versus the abundance that was just created in your life? The opportunity for you to expand, to create some more time in your day or create a, a space for you to do something that you were seeking to do. So again, 
Like, this is all about reinventing thyself. So if we're asking for help and we haven't done that before, boom, we're stepping into a gap. Place from where we are to where we want to go. We can't be that same person moving through it. In addition, if we're looking at control, my gosh, okay, that could be a big one too. Like, what am I feeling when I feel like I have to control everything? And backing up, what is that thought that is creating that feeling? Because that feeling of of having to, to control, if that is leading to our actions, that action is going to be, I'm going to do it myself. That person can't do it the way I want them to do it. I might as well just do it myself. They're going to leave me 20% to do anyway. What kind of energy are we putting out when we are in that mindset? So that first missing component is really looking at, are we asking for help? The second missing component is we need to look at, are we fully aligned with what we are seeking? And this really goes back to looking at, are we really clear on what we want our balance to look like, our work-life balance to look like? Does it have to be all equal? And if we're setting ourselves up for it to be all equal? Are we setting ourselves up for success or are we setting ourselves up for failure? Because how likely is it that every single piece of your work-life situations are going to be equal? When we put that expectation on ourselves, we really are setting ourselves up to fail versus success. So you really want to get clear on what you want that, that balance to look like. Once you identify that, looking at, gosh, how does that make me feel, right? Like, do I feel more abundant in, in this space? Do, does it bring me more joy, more happiness? Do, do I just feel, oh my gosh, alive and, and just the, the love that I have for my work, for my life and this balance? Like that's putting you into that high vibrational state. Well, that state has to be sustained at some level. We can't go back to thoughts and feelings and actions that are at a lower frequency or a lower vibration. When we do that, we've just created a disconnect. However, the challenge is it is so easy to go back to those thoughts patterns that don't serve us because those, those old thought patterns really feel normal to us really feel comfortable to us, feel familiar to us. And that is a challenge. We ha- And we do it a lot of times unconsciously, okay? So we don't even realize that we're slipping back into those old thought patterns. But we have to start to create that awareness of, okay, I was just in this state of feeling alive, feeling aligned with what I wanted, And now I'm in the state where I'm like major stress mode again. Oh, this always happens to me. Hmm. What do we have to explore there? Well, again, we need to explore our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, our results. So what is that feeling that we're experiencing? And what is that thought that precedes it? Now, One thing we have to realize is 
we are so conditioned to want microwave results that in an instant, I, I've identified what I want. I This is how I want my work-life balance to look. And this is how it should be. And I should have this today. Well, guess what? That isn't going to work. <laughs> it doesn't happen. How long did it take you to get out of balance? Well, for some people, it may be years. It could be a, a decade or more. And yet you're going to have this expectation that you want this to happen instantly like a microwave. Don't set yourself up for failure like that. Give yourself some time. Allow yourself the opportunity to create awareness so that you can make, you can um, condense the time, right? You can really shorten it up. But don't get into the space of feeling, well, this didn't happen overnight, so it must not work. This isn't for me. Don't short yourself that way. Okay, so that was number two. Number one, again, was asking for help. Number two was not being fully aligned with what you are seeking. The third missing component is that we don't honor our work commitments of presence. And you might, again, not have your balance fully um, defined. So you certainly want to do that. But if let's say part of your balance is that, you know, like I want to spend two hours every night with my, my kids or my significant other, or like all of us as a family, that's amazing. But do it and commit to it from a place of presence. Don't be half-heartedly with it. So let's say um, you're still, you know, half working and half present with them. Well, if part of your balance that you created clarity around was to have more quality time with them, then identify what that means because you're going to give the people you're surrounding yourself with a mixed message if you're not committing to the presence. And let's face it, I'm not sure if you know about um, Parkinson's Law, but Parkinson's Law is all about however much time you have for work, that amount of time will be consumed. So if you have, um, you know, two hours to get something, a few things done, you'll get it done in two hours. But if you ha take those same tasks and you have two days or two weeks or two months, those tasks will take you whatever time you're giving it. So be super conscious of that when it comes to creating these commitments and honoring these commitments. Be all in, right? Don't take the call during that time that you committed to. Don't hop on your phone and, and scroll social media because you just be became distracted or something wasn't as entertaining. Like be all in. Because when you can be all in and commit to that, you are aligning with that frequency that is with the work-life balance that you are seeking, right? Like that's what you have identified. The other thing around commitments is, you know, the, the whole space of self, self-care, non-negotiables, whatever that looks like for you, make sure you're honoring that commitment to yourself. You can't have a, a balanced work life neglecting yourself. It, it doesn't work. 
you have to make yourself a priority in this in some way. And if you can't, again, you need to go back to, okay, what am I feeling? What thought is creating that feeling? And, and now that you're clear on that, well, okay, are you, are you going to keep that thought and that feeling or are you going to move to shift that? And all this work is so great and you are more than capable of doing it on your own. But when you can have a coach or a mentor that can see things that will support you and really collapse that time again and accelerate your, your results, like that is just a bonus for you. So the one thing, again, I want you to, to think about is it's so easy to get out of balance, right? Like the, as I mentioned it earlier in that my last episode, the kids are coming home. It's going to create a whole new structure, a whole new routine. It's going to upset the apple cart. But yet we can't expect it to be perfect and have those micro, microwave results in one day. It's a muscle that we have to exercise over and over and over again. If we don't exercise our muscles from a physical standpoint, right? Like they decrease, they, they, they're not as strong. Same thing goes for, for this kind of work and really looking at our frequency, looking at our energy, looking at how we wanna show up, looking at our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, our results, all of that is molded together in this, not only in work-life balance, but in any topic, anything that you are looking to address in your life in this arena of personal development and personal growth. So what, again, were those three missing components? Number one was asking for help. Number two was not fully aligned with what we are seeking. And number three, is honoring the commitments of presence. So what was your biggest takeaway? Was there a missing component that you really resonated with? I would love to hear about it. And more importantly, like what are you going to do to shift that so that you can create the balance, the work-life balance that you are seeking? And if you're a mom, with the kids coming home, like this is super important work to do. Take some time, carve some time out of your day. Maybe you need to get up a little bit earlier. Maybe you're going to stay up a little bit later, whatever it is for you. But my wish for you is that you hop into your journey of reinventing yourself so that you can move boldly and bravely through this new beginning this new beginning of identifying your balance and creating the balance that you are seeking so that you can move bravely and boldly through the new beginning and you can sustain it beyond. Until next time. Well, what are you waiting for? Whether you've pivoted and are unsure or you're on the verge of pivoting, there is no better time than now for you to begin. Want to know why? because if it wasn't the right time, the pivot wouldn't have shown up. And to get you started, I've got three shortcuts to reinventing thyself. Just head on over to www.reinventingthyself.com and you can download it there. And don't forget to message me with the shortcut that resonates with you the most. 
One last thing. I know you and I are not the only ones that have leaned into the pivot. Be sure to share this with others so they can be supported too. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting me and sharing this message. Until next time.